Thank you for taking the time to listen to this CD. My name is Pastor Joel Tillis. I'm the senior pastor of Suncoast Baptist Church in Palmetto, Florida. And if you are taking the time to listen to this, I trust that you'll listen all the way through. Don't be in a hurry and don't let anything distract you for the next few moments. What you're listening to on this CD is not another religious sales pitch. It's not a sugar-coated message. It's a very important truth that I want to share from my heart to your heart in just a very brief amount of time. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 9, It is appointed unto men once to die, and after that, the judgment. Another verse in the Bible says, For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. The reason I'm taking the time to quote these verses is that the greatest issue facing each of us is not the trials and the discomfort and the day-to-day struggles of our life. However important, however valid those may be, those are not the most important issues. The most important issue that you and I will ever face is the reality of standing before Almighty God and being held accountable for our sins, being measured up to the holy law of God. In other words, the most important issue facing every single person is that one day we will face God and give an account of our sins and our life. Now that is the point, the fundamental point, of why Jesus Christ came to this earth. That is the point of the gospel. It is to deliver us from the judgment we would all face because of our sins, because of being sinners. You are a sinner. You may not feel like one or think that you are when you compare yourself to other people, but compared to God and compared to his holy law, you and I And every single person in this world are sinners. It's not a matter of feeling. It's not a matter of comparison among ourselves. It's a matter of fact when we measure ourselves to the law. Years ago, when my wife was diagnosed with cancer, I'll never forget that the very day before we went to get the test results, we played tennis. She was healthy. She walked. She worked out. We had two young children. Everything seemed healthy and right on the outside. But the reality was, in her body, there was cancer. And so it is with us. So it is with you. No matter how you feel or what you think, you're a sinner. The Bible says, thou shalt not lie. Have you ever told a lie? The Bible says, thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? The Bible says thou shalt not steal. Have you ever taken something that's not yours? The Bible says thou shalt not covet. The Bible says thou shalt not commit adultery or lust. The Bible says thou shalt not kill. And it goes on to explain that that kill actually is rooted in being angry with somebody without reason. Have you ever lost your temper? Have you ever been angry at somebody for no reason? Are you a sinner? It doesn't measure or mean anything compared to being a Baptist or being a Presbyterian. It doesn't mean anything compared to uh, somebody else, whether you're as good or better than them. 
But the question means a whole lot when we compare ourselves to God. And the fact of the matter is, when you look at the commandments of God, all of us have to admit, we are sinners. And because of that sin, when you do face God, you'll have no hope. You'll have nothing to stand on. Because nothing can undo sins. Nothing can do away with what you are. You may give a lot of money to charity. You may help a little old lady across the street. You may show up to church on Mother's Day. You may even know a lot intellectually and historically about the gospel and about Jesus. But all of those things put together, and 10,000 more like them, can never do away with the fact that you and I have committed sins in the past. We do commit sins today. You will commit sins tomorrow. And the reason that we commit sins is because we have a sinner's heart, a wicked, vile sinner's heart. But that is who Jesus Christ came to save. The Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, came to this earth and lived a perfect life in our place. He died a perfect death in our place and arose a perfect and living Savior so that he could stand before God in our place and take upon him all the wrath that you and I deserve so that we could get all the blessing and love that he deserves. In other words, Jesus Christ took upon himself all the bad so that you and I could enjoy all the good. It is called substitution. It is called Jesus Christ suffering and dying in our place so that you and I would never have to face the judgment of God. A true, born-again child of God will never have to fear death, never have to fear the judgment of God, never have to fear the lake of fire and suffering for all eternity. Not because they've made commitments or turned over a new leaf or given money to the church or had some sort of religious experience when they were younger. Those things don't save. A child of God never fears judgment because their judgment has already been put on Jesus Christ. And they have trusted in Jesus as their substitute, as their Savior, as their Lord. The Bible says in the book of 1 John, He that hath the Son hath life. The question that you must ask yourself is, are you prepared to meet the judgment of God according to the Bible? Is Jesus your Lord and Savior? Do you have Jesus Christ and therefore have life? Or is your religion void of Jesus Christ? That is the most important issue that any man, any woman could ever deal with. The issue is not have you prayed a prayer Not do you believe in Jesus historically? Have you had an emotional experience or been baptized? Are you trying to do good works? Are you trying to tip the scales of good in your favor? None of these things matter. None of them matter. The issue is, have you repented of your sins and fled to Jesus for salvation? Is Jesus Christ your Savior in a way that has changed your life so that you live for him? He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son hath not life. Your soul, your eternity, and your facing of God are big issues. There's no way that these issues could be dealt with in a five-minute CD. 
please take the time to read the material that you have been given. Please come visit our preaching services and learn more of the truth. Or take advantage of the information and call, email us. Whatever you do, please don't wait until it's too late. Make sure you are biblically ready to meet God. We're not trying to sell our church programs. We're not trying to sell our youth program and our music program and our supper program and our outreach program. And We're not trying to sell all the different things. We don't have all those different things. What we do have is the truth. And if gnawing in your heart, if pricking away in your soul has been this question of eternity, of heaven, of hell, of God, of you facing eternity, please don't wait any longer. Read the material. Take advantage of the resources that you have been given. And make sure before it's everlastingly too late that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. It is appointed unto men once to die, and after that, the judgment. When you die, are you prepared to face the judgment of God? Thank you, and may God bless you.